If you're a health entrepreneur, coach, or practitioner that wants to turn your expertise into a high six or seven figure virtual business with less stress, so you can impact more people at a deeper level while making more money and enjoying a greater quality of life in the process, then the Health Printer Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Uriel Kame. I'm a former pro athlete, leading health expert, New York Times bestselling author, and the founder of Healthpreneur, where I help experts just like you create and fill high-end virtual coaching programs that create dream come true results for your clients. Now, for a free and in-depth training on how to do just that without manual prospecting, one-on-one coaching, or having to spend years building your online following, head on over to healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training and jump on to our seven-figure health business blueprint training today. And now, let's get to today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Yuri here. I've got a really cool interview for you today. Uh, we've got a gentleman, his name is Matthew Hirsch. And he is the co-owner and operator of a really cool company called the Brand X Method. And what they do is they build formidable humans. I mean, they they specialize in introducing training and strength and conditioning to young people, so kids and, and, and teenagers. And it's really cool to see what they are doing as it applies to um, not only the the business building side of things in terms of how they've been able to take this approach and bring it to market and, and really overcome you know any obstacles that have come up in terms of is this something that people are going to adopt or is this is this too early on? So he'll be sharing some of the stuff that they've gone through with that. But also, I think it's a really great example of creating a movement that can really spread beyond. The initial location or the initial concept. So I think you'll get a, some really cool nuggets out of this interview. I really enjoyed uh, this conversation. So without any further ado, let's bring Matthew Hirsch onto the podcast. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Welcome to the Health Printer Podcast. Gary, thanks for having me. Absolutely, buddy. So um, I really like what you're up to. You build or you work with a company called the Brand X Method and you guys build formidable humans. That's, that's it's so cool. I mean, talk to us about what you guys are doing and why you're so passionate about helping youth really build uh, a better version of themselves through exercise and movements. Sure. This is a uh, great question, something I am deeply passionate about. So, you know, to kind of kind of take it from the beginning, I uh, was a corporate strategy consultant and took some time off to figure out, you know, what I, what I wanted to do with my life and, um, try to find that area that I really felt passionate about that company, that group of people that I could resonate with. And for me, um, you know, the first shot at that was this company called the brand X method, which I, uh, found online, uh, shot out a cold email to and said, Hey, you know, let's, uh, I'd love to come work with you for a couple months. And so I got out there and, saw that, you know, it was this company that they called what they did strength and conditioning for kids, for kids and teens. Um, but, you know, getting there and really seeing what they did uh, and working with them for months, you know, we really kind of delved into it, realized there's something, there's something bigger going on here, you know, having these kids get started moving really well from a young age and continuing to progress physically it, it translated mentally, it translated into other facets of what they did in life. You know, these kids were confident, feed, uh, fearless, and really had this, this freedom going about their worlds. And so 
you know, we kind of took this and was like, you know what, there's, there really is something bigger. And it's not just strength and conditioning. It's really setting kids up with this platform, this, um, development platform for them to go about their worlds, um, and live to the fullest extent. And so we, uh, took what we did and saw that, you know, you know what we are doing, you know, we're not just getting kids faster, stronger, uh, more resilient. We're making them more formidable people who can then have a deeper impact on this world. So that's where that statement, uh, was derived from. That's great, man. I, I love it. I've got three boys. I've got three kids. So I'm super passionate about, you know, doing whatever we can, um, just as, as, as parents or, or as humans to, to better their future. And I think I totally agree with what you guys are doing because for me, movement and, and, and physical fitness was such a huge component of my life growing up. I played soccer forever, uh, for, you know, that was, I don't even remember going to school. Like it was like road hockey and soccer and video games growing up. And, and I don't think I would be where I am now without that introduction to movement at such an early age. Is that something that you experienced as well as a kid? Yeah. And that's something that I, you know, experienced and had a huge effect on me. You know, I think I was lucky that I had a parent who, you know, encouraged that when I got home from school to, you know, put the homework down for a bit and go play outside with my friends and throw dirt at each other and get, you know, have those pickup football tackle games and really just experiment, explore. And, um, you know, that's something that had a, a deep impact on me. And then, you know, moving forward into my life when I got to high school and then college and then, you know, the corporate world and, you know, it was kind of kind of desk bound. I, I realized that, you know, most of this world is losing that the element of moving properly as a human should and experimenting and playing throughout this world. And so it's something that, you know, when I saw that Brand X was doing this, it was something that I knew could have a pretty big impact on adding it back into people's lives and wanted to do what I could do to help help push that cause and get people, uh, you know, really living living their lives to the fullest. I love it. That's so good. Talking from a from a business perspective, can you give our listeners a sense of the business model? Like, is it is it a, a physical training facility that people come into, or what is? How does all that look? How do you guys attract clients? And let's let's kind of start there. Yeah, absolutely. So for us, it's a three prong approach that all falls under the bucket of coach education. Um, you know, we're, we're taking this, you know, we're really owning the coach education market as our target market, but we do um, offer services to parents, athletes, um, and coaches alike. So what it is, is um, number one, I'd say we have our online certification. So um, our basic and advanced certifications in which anyone can um, use as an accessible way to really gain a foundation and how to teach kids to uh, move properly. Um, we do live certifications around the world. Um, so, you know, we'll travel throughout the U.S., throughout the world and teach coaches, parents um, in a live setting and really get them moving, immersed in, you know, ways that they can improve their own movement um, and understand how to teach others to improve their own uh, ways that they move and teach movement. And then we have our training centers. So we have um, training centers across the country, across the world that uh, really take pride in youth fitness as something that they offer uh, and continue to work with us to institute best practices on how to uh, build programs around youth development. That's awesome. And so what are what are some of the challenges or points of resistance you guys have come up against 
really growing this brand um, in terms of like, is there is there a good parent buy-in or is there a lot of kind of education as, as to the need of this compared to just getting someone involved in like a local soccer team? What is What does that all look like? Yeah, Yuri, that's a really good question. And I think one thing that we, we really like here is that the market, the industry, the world is on our side here in gaining this uh, education of how important it is to get kids away from their phones, get kids, um, you know, off the couch and up and moving. Uh, the one piece that we find really difficult to educate against, if you will, here is the sports special sports specialization. So we are finding that more and more kids are getting professionalized in their sport, you know, doing playing baseball three or four seasons year round and only preparing their bodies to to that sport. And what that does is really causes these imbalances. It causes burnout, it causes injury. And um, what we really like to teach is this general preparation, you know, strength, conditioning, um, and being able to build a physical foundation, you know, open up your physical capacity, build that bottom of the pyramid so that throughout the kid's life, they can go to any physical activity that they want to. And, you know, really gaining that, that core strength um, initially is just so powerful. And, and, you know, we see it as a hedge against injury and something that really transfers to any sport. Yeah. So it's really that, that education piece to, um, to parents that, you know, Hey, uh, while there's a place for sports specialization and, um, practicing skills for a specific sport, um, strength conditioning is not something that should be, uh, you know, in addition, you know, it should really be the the foundation um, if you want to build the most formidable athlete. And that's uh, that's a big piece that we really try to put content out there against and just uh, provide awareness of the, the importance of that and where we're headed as a society today. So it's great that you're getting good buy-in from the parents because that's, uh, that's great. And, and when I look at, I've always been enamored by the Eastern Bloc and how they've how they developed their youth. Um, I dated a Russian girl for a number of years in university or in high school, and she was born in Russia, moved to Canada when she was 13. But one of the most amazing things she was telling me was that all of, at least for her, um, when she was young, everyone was exposed to track and field swimming and some form of calisthenics, so like bodyweight training and stuff like that. And that was like the foundation for all kids. And I'm like, wow, it's it's no wonder the Eastern Bloc has pumped out so many amazing athletes. Yep, makes sense. In a number of different sports. So it's um it's good to see that, you know, North America's catching on, at least with what you guys are doing, which I think is really, really needed and sadly underrated, especially when you consider a lot of school systems taking away more physical education hours. Yep. So it's um it's 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 great. In terms of like protocol, like when you're working with the kids, for instance, in um when they're coming in and doing the work, is this, is this, are they coming in like once a week or is it like more of a full immersion type of approach or can they choose? So we see that consistent consistency is a key metric to outcomes. And so we like, it's very, it's age dependent. So younger kids come in less. Um, but as they get older, you know, we, we like the kids coming in three or four times a week. Um, and really, locking in these these movement patterns these motor patterns um through consistent practice and then then on top you know once we can see that kids have perfect mechanics can demonstrate it uh consistently only then do we add on intensity and really um 
you know, start to start to push the uh, the progression point. Um, so we really do see consistency as a key metric to to good outcomes. Nice. That's awesome. What, what when you look at, um, you know, if you're giving advice to another entrepreneur or somebody in your role with a different company, knowing what you know now, what what advice would you give them? Like, you know, what's maybe a mistake that you made that you wish you would have known back in the day that that advice would help them avoid that same mistake and move them forward with a little bit less friction? Yeah, so I think for me, the key piece, which I've been really exploring as of late and trying to come to as clarified of an understanding as possible is figuring out what I am really good at, figuring out what motivates me, figuring out what I'm passionate about and what I can most powerfully, you know, offer to this world and just really being able to continually clarify that. And then once I have an understanding of what that is, be able to articulate it. You know, I think that that, that piece for me, you know, really understanding who I serve, understanding what problem it is that they have, understanding what I am really good at, how I solve that problem, and then being able to paint the picture of the mutual benefit, the mutual fulfillment, what the world looks like after, being able to tell that story, that's just been a really invaluable piece for me that, um, you know, not only from a piece to garner external interest, but to take that time to reflect on, okay, what is it that I really, really at my core, uh, who am I and what do I do and what should I continue to do into the future? That's great. So really kind of tapping into like your own genius and doing more of that. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, a piece that I think that I've seen people can, you know, overextend themselves, you know, people have a drive to help others um, as well. You know, I do as well. Um, but I found that really taking the time to focus in on uh, personal growth and, um, you know, hiring coaches, getting out there and trying to to really delve into the, the core of, you know, who is Matt? Um, I think that enables me to help others more powerfully. So, um, you know, I, I would urge that piece to really figure out, you know, what drives you and, and what are you the best at in the world? That's great. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that all business growth starts with personal growth. So for you, what, what have been some modalities or mentors who have helped you grow as a person and then obviously translating that into business? It's a great question. And I think it's a key piece of where I'm, I'm at today and where I'm going. It's you know, initially it was, uh, you know, what did I have at hand to, to mentor me? And that was the internet, that was podcasts, that was books, um, you know, reading Tim Ferriss in college and then, uh, you know, listening to, um, NPR podcasts, you know, that was the, the first step. Then, you know, once I was in corporate, I kind of, I kind of still had this itch to learn, itch to develop and get closer to what it is that, um, really I was passionate about. So, you know, I would take the time to go to conferences like Bulletproof, Paleo FX, um, you know, these these conferences where I could work with, you know, meet others who were like minded, who were living a life that I admired and wanted to live. Um, and then once I was getting closer and closer to that role of, OK, you know, I kind of know what I want to do now. How do I refine this and optimize it? Um, I found, you know working with coaches to just be an invaluable piece for me, you know, whether it was health and fitness coaching, um, you know, a big piece to really nail down that routine that fit with me and then, uh, career development coaching, um, 
you know, speaking coaching, I found that reaching out and finding these people filled what I considered to be gaps in my own, uh, my own person, um, really enabled me to become more formidable in what I, in what I did and what I wanted to do and get closer to that, uh, that ultimate career path. Nice. So you mentioned Tim Ferriss. What, what are one to three books that have most impacted your life? Yeah. The first one was Ferris for our work week. You know, I think reading that in college when, you know, I was an engineer, um, kind of boxed into that engineer role and not sure what I wanted to do with my life, kind of feeling a little, uh, depressed that I was, you know, did I make the wrong choice? Should I have done something else? Reading Tim Ferriss and seeing, oh, there's a lot of paradigms to living, a lot of ways to design your own lifestyle. That kind of opened up the world uh, a bit to me. Mm-hmm. And then moving forward into the more entrepreneurial realm, uh, zero to one, Peter Thiel, start with why, Simon Sinek, you know, those were both that, that really helped me to, to understand that there are ways to disproportionately reach an outcome, things that can be, you know, by focusing on the really, really important course up initially, um, you know, can, can, can jump, jump, jump over a lot of, uh, a lot of growing pains and get you to that place quicker. And then, um, now that I'm kind of deep in the business, a book that I'm reading and really enjoying is deep work by Cal Newport, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of pulling me out of the, uh, running the business and reteaching me how to, get deep and, uh, you know, turn off the phone, turn off the email when, uh, the real important stuff needs to happen. So, yeah, I mean, I would say for our work week, zero to one, start with why, and then uh, deep work right now. Those are four good ones that have had a real effect on, on my, on myself. Yeah. Those are great books. I would, I would vouch for, for that as well. I'll also add one more kind of in conjunction with deep work would be the one thing, which, I can't even remember the name of the author, but if you've if you've not read that book, it's basically it's about focusing on one thing, and I think that combined with deep work have a very similar message, especially when you're in a role, because a lot of people listening to this are creators, right? They're they're creating programs or or they're creating outcomes for their clients, and a lot of times they get caught up. We all get caught up in busy work, right? Like the social media distractions, Definitely. notifications, and I really think that. Like Deep Work is a great book for everyone to, re- to read because no matter what your role is, even if you're in customer service, like we tell our customer service people, even if you're in a, a um, kind of a responsive type of, uh, you're not in a necessarily a proactive role, there are things you can still do that would encompass deep work. And I think it's important for everyone to really think of within their scope of practice, whatever it is they're doing, there's elements that they should all be contributing in some way, shape, or form that is in their zone of genius or their deep work. And the more of that we get done, the more impact we can have in our business and and for the world. So yeah, totally agree. Those are great books. Guys, if you're listening, well, obviously you are. Check them out. They're really, really good reads. So with what you know now, if everything that you had ever, ever have done was wiped away, what's one message you would leave this world with? That is... A big question. Yeah, no small questions here. <laughs> one question to leave the world, or one message to leave the world yeah, like, with. I guess, like, what do you want to be remembered yeah. for? You know, like the legacy type of takeaway of, of Matt Hirsch. So, this is something I've recently come to pretty good terms with, and it's that 
I think given given everybody, every human's unique makeup, you know, I think one piece is genetic. Given given every human's biological, physiological makeup, they're unique. And then I think on the opposite side, I think everyone has unique experiences, has had a unique upbringing. And for that reason, you know, I truly believe in and, you know, this is something I've worked with one of my uh, my mentors with on and, and really got deep with is that every person has something, you know, some piece, some niche that they are the best at in this world, that they can help others more powerfully than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And so I think the continual process of trying to derive, you know, what is that one thing? You know, what is that that most powerful way that my human can help this world, help myself. I think that that's a piece that will be timeless and something that will just leave, leave greater impact on this world and lead to a you know, healthy future of individual legacy and uh, collective fulfillment. Love it, that's good, that's awesome. What do you think is one skill entrepreneurs must possess for lasting success? One, I'll talk, talk about one that I am recently have become aware of the importance of and am working on developing is the, the human element, the humanistic element. So I had kind of come into my startup career as what I would now call a technician. You know, I had, I understood corporate strategy um, and kind of naturally had an idea of how to create business plans and, uh, you know, could look at a business problem and point to a good, a good route forward. But, you know, now I'm kind of realizing the importance of layering on or even starting with the resources available that the people that you're working with, you know, trying to understand what motivates them, you know, how, how do they think? How do they learn? You know, I have this, this great business idea, but if I can't communicate it to my teammates in a way that they, that will really resonate with them and get them excited about uh, moving forward with it, um, in a way that they think serves them and serves the company as a whole, then, you know, it's just a business plan at that point. So I think it's really delving into, you know, how can I get better at, uh, communicating and working with the specific individuals that I, uh, work with on a daily basis. That's great. I love it. So this is uh, this has been really good, Matt. Thank you for sharing everything you shared. Um, before we finish off, I do have the rapid five. Are you ready for the five rapid fire questions? Let's do it. All right, man, let's do it. Okay, so whatever comes top of mind is probably the right answer. So number one, what is your biggest weakness? Planning to the point of not doing. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Uh, number two, what is your biggest strength? I think my biggest strength, my biggest weakness are pretty closely aligned. Um, I'd say planning in the context of taking a lot of divergent inputs and working them into a plan that converges to a singular mission. Nice. Number three, what's one skill you've become dangerously good at in order to grow your business? Seeing relationships and working towards relationships of mutual benefit and structuring them in a way that um, expectations are upfront and the value each party is receiving is understood. So really building those mutually beneficial relationships and structures. Mm -hmm. Number four, what do you do first thing in the morning? 
first thing in the morning. I wake up after two alarms. Um, if it's cold out, I'll have my infrared light turn on before I wake up. And then I'll go make a water, warm water with lemon and salt and a coffee and start my morning journaling. Nice. It's so funny how almost everyone we've had on the show says something very similar. Lemon water, salt, all that good stuff. You know, because we, we know yeah. we're in the know, which is great. Out of curiosity, yeah, why two alarms? Is that like the snooze button, the second alarm, or is it two different alarm clocks around the room or the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to have one one go off, uh, snooze it, you know, take some time to, you know, in that, in that half asleep thinking state, half conscious state. Um, and then, you know, I really think that helps me, you know, get, come out of sleep and have some interesting creative thoughts to get me ready for the day. Cool. Nice. And finally complete this sentence. I know I'm being successful when, when I am in a position where I'm able to use what I would consider to be my exceptional ability and continue to, to push to continue to grow and work with people that continue to inspire me. And I think another big piece is, you know, living a lifestyle that aligns with, with health and my values. That's great. Love it. Awesome. Matt, thanks so much for taking the time and, and being with us on the podcast today. Before we finish off, what is the best place for our listeners to follow you online, stay up uh, up to date with what you guys are working on or, or anything else? Yeah, personally, I'm relatively active on Instagram, uh, Matthew, at Matthew J. Hirsch, H-E-R-S-H. Uh, and then, you know, I'd say follow the Brand X method. You know, I think we are... We're launching our new education in 2019, and we're really positioned to be the leaders in, in professionalizing the youth coach and really taking a hold of making our next generation healthier. So I would love for people to reach out if they're interested. You know, we, we even though we're growing, we do want to keep the element of, you know, personality of being able to talk to people that are interested. So, you know, follow us on Instagram, direct message us, email uh, info at the Brian X method, Matt at the Brian X method.com. Um, yeah, would love to, to speak with anyone who's interested. Awesome. That's great. Matt, thanks so much for everything you guys are doing with the Brand X method. It's um, already making a big difference and I'm sure it'll continue to do so in an even bigger way over the coming years. So thank you so much for, for all the great work that you're doing. And thanks again for joining us on the show today. Thanks, Jerry. This was great. All right, so hope you enjoyed that one. If you did, that's great. In the meantime, remember to subscribe to the Healthburner podcast on iTunes. While you're there, leave us a five-star rating or review if you feel that is a good fit for what you've been enjoying so far. And remember that we got more great interviews coming your way. Lots of great stuff heading into 2019 and beyond. Lots of great solo rounds, build your mindset, give you some winning strategies. We got some really great interviews coming your way over the next couple weeks and months and you want to make sure that you're tuned in for all that so thank you once again for joining me today you a rock continue to get out there to be great do great and i'll see you in our next episode